everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Exploit It. I'm Alexis Strowski. I'm Kevin Daly. And this week we're talking about Conan the Barbarian. Or is it Conan? I think it's Conan. From 1982, directed by John Milius. Slave. Barbarian. Warrior. Thief. Conan. They said you'd come. A man of great strength. Conqueror. One who could crush the snakes of the earth. Bears are their own deaths. He's evil, a sorcerer who can summon demons. Day of Doom is here! What daring! What arrogance! I salute you. Incredible adventurer of all. The man they call Conan. The Barbarian. Coming to a theater near you from Universal Pictures. Only reason I ask is because in one of the movies somebody was kept calling him Conan. Yeah, I don't know what the correct pronunciation of it is. It's a Scottish name, if I understand. But this movie, oh, it's Dino De Laurentiis. Produced quite a lot of important things in the 80s. Man was insane, but yeah, produced a bunch of crazy stuff. His uh, daughter is also famous. Jada De Laurentiis. Ah, granddaughter. Granddaughter. It starts with Mako's opening narration, which is awkward. Yes. Because it goes, Between the time when the oceans drank Atlantis and the rise of the sons of Arius, there was an age undreamed of, and unto this Conan destined toward the crown. And he goes, So, (laughs) it's, uh, yeah, so this is the Hyborian Age, uh, Robert E. Howard created this, like, nebulous prehistoric time, somewhere between 50,000 and 10,000 B.C., basically during this, like, developmental period of human history, you know, like, where we have no record of any sort of writings, but we also know humans existed. And so Robert E. Howard was a big fan of history and stuff, but didn't want to, like, have the issue of the fantasy elements and, you know, have to worry about historical accuracy. So he kind of set this in this mythological age that predates modern society, but was post like the super advanced. Interestingally, uh, Cole, the conqueror is, uh, is an Atlantean and set in that era before the apocalypse. Well, Cole, the conqueror was supposed to be Conan, the conqueror. Yes. But Cole is actually another Robert E. Howard character. Huh. And in fact, Bolsa Doom, who's the villain from this movie, even though he's not like Bolsa Doom books, Bolsa Doom is the main antagonist of Cole. Alright, so we get credits over a blacksmith making a sword, and we get this banger of a soundtrack by Basil Polidorus. Yeah, there's some good songs, and there are so- other songs. <laughs> I-, I think I liked most of it. Uh, the composer, he also did Robocop. Oh, that, yeah, Robocop. That's one he's well known for. And Starship Troopers. And Red Dawn, which was uh, John Milius' <laughs> next movie. 
Ooh, I hate Red Dawn so much. Oh, but we're doing that next week. No, it's just a joke. Oh, Kevin flies through the internet and strangles Alexis. <laughs> but after the credits, we get baby Conan. He's just this little kid talking to his dad, who tells him, Krom is your god and he lives into Earth. Um, and yeah, his dad forges the sword and does a nice snow quench, and my first thought is, hmm, that's probably not... Snow quench is a risky one. But he tells a myth about uh, men with the secret of steel and everything. Right. And that you have to learn the riddle of steel. For no one in this world you can trust, but this you can trust, his sword. And then it's winter. Um, this town, I don't think, has a name. This little village? No, I don't think so. Even though we're told that uh, later on that Conan is a Sumerian, or what is, what is it? Yeah, so, yeah, the Sumerians. Sumerians are basically Scottish. If you look at the uh, the different cultures of the Hyborian Age, they're they're basically Scottish Highlanders. Huh. I didn't know that. I thought this was more in like Europe or the Middle East ish. Um, I mean, there's a whole list if you want to go through, but uh, yes. So like, there's Stygia where they worship Set. That's like Egypt. I think uh, it doesn't um, doesn't Subutai say he's from Shem? Yeah. That's like Mesopotamia. Huh. See, I didn't know it uh, coordinated to actual, like, our geography. Because yeah, I thought uh, Hyperion was a fantasy world, and the Stygia and Sumerian were just parts of this this Middle Earth, basically. Here, I'm gonna link you a map here. But I know that this can't be Scotland, because, um, you know, later on they say we're gonna take all these people north, and there ain't really much north past Scotland. In this... Okay. Because oh. they go north to a desert. The only thing north of Scotland is ice. Yeah, so, see if I can find a good map of this. It's really hard to find. Basically, the Mediterranean Sea does not exist yet. Oh. And so everything is kind of squished. Oh, so this is like Pangea, kind of. Yeah, right. Oh, that makes more sense then, because we yeah. had no sailing at all. But anyway, back to the story while you're, while you're pulling up that map. Yeah, uh, yeah, keep... These bad guys come in, and we get some awesome music as these bad guys just pillage this village. <clears throat> yep, that's pretty much what they do. Uh, some dude is on fire. I don't know why I made that note. I just have a note of some dude was on fire. Yeah. But they, yep. uh, these raiders, they, they're, you know, all armored, and they got their emblem of the two snakes facing each other. And Conan and his mother are the last survivors. At least I assume it's his mother. Could just be some random woman. I think it is supposed to be his mom. And we get James Earl Jones looking weird with this, like, long, straight hair. Yeah. Ugh, the haircut's terrible. I know, it's a terrible haircut. But it's also James Earl Jones. Okay, I see the map now. Yeah, I can see. So, I mean, it doesn't, it wouldn't be, like, direct, like, straight north. Because it would go into, like, your Swedish analogs. But if you go, like, northeast, like, that's all desert. Yeah. But anyway, and you can see where the Mediterranean Sea would be is where? occupied. Okay. So, yeah. Kind of this squished, pre-kind of Pangea-y sort of world. So, James Earl Jones, he goes up to, and he just stares this woman down. Um, He's got, like, this these stunning blue eyes. And Conan's holding her hand as James Earl Jones cuts this woman's head off. Yeah, and pretty he, metal. He's still holding her hand, she falls, and then his hand is just holding nothing, and he looks curious at the bad guy, like, what happened? Yeah. 
Mako tells us in narration that uh, this town is gone forever. No one knows what it was, and no one knows why these people came and just fucking destroyed this village. I mean, he surmises it was to get steel, which he kind of confirms later in the movie. Yeah, he does. Yeah, Conan is sent north with a bunch of other children to become what I taught called wheel slaves. Yeah, apparently supposed to be sort of a mill, but it really just seems to serve as trying to weed out any weak children and just try to get one really swole big gladiator. Yeah, because they, uh, all these kids, they just gotta push this wheel around all day, every day, for their entire lives. And eventually, it's just Conan pushing this wheel. Okay, so I was just reading on Super Times from Hurcania, which is also on the map, you can kind of see. Okay. But Conan, he's he's sold um, to some guy that takes him into to like gladiator combat. Yep. And Conan, at first, he is just dumb as hell. Yeah, he's fighting this dude, and he is very um, yeah. Unprepared. I don't even know. Well, he's, yeah, the dude has like sharp teeth and sort of not human. Um, but well, Conan spent his whole life as a wheel slave, just pushing that wheel all day. He's dumb as hell. He doesn't even know what fighting is. They throw him into this ring with this guy that's coming at him, and he's like, I don't know, what is this? Why is this man hurting me? <laughs> he's just huge. That's the only thing Conan's got going for him at this and point. He's got that trademark Arnold scream, that, ah! Yeah, I'm laughing the entire time. I'm like, this is, uh, this is peak, Co- this is peak Arnold. Yeah, eventually he, he, he learns, he figures, oh, I have to hurt this man too, and he kills him. And he becomes, like, King Gladiator. Yeah. Turns out he's good at it, and he likes killing these dudes. Yes. According to Mako, he did not care anymore. Life and death the same. Only that the crowd would be there to greet him with howls of lust and fury. Yeah, he, uh, he seemed to enjoy his life as a gladiator. And they take him to, like, learn the secrets of combat, you know, to these, like, eastern, like, basic, I guess, like, Shaolin school, but predated Shaolin. Yeah. Sword arts. All the all the arts of the sword. And he learns to read. And right. and he also came to know the pleasures of women when he was bred to the finest stock. I mean, it's kind of gross, but also, if you think about slaves historically, oh, yeah. that is basically how it worked. Even uh, anti-bellum U.S. did stuff yep. like that mm-hmm. with their slaves. Exactly. That they, they've got Conan just chilling in this cage, and he's reading a book. And they uh, they throw this frightened woman in there and tell him, go ahead, breed. And, er- and uh, everyone- we have boob account one now. Yeah, everyone stands outside watching. Yep, and pretty, then- pretty gross, but also actually kind of historically accurate, unfortunately. And then we get uh, all the guys sitting around talking about, like, what's the best thing in life? And they ask Conan... Who, this is his first spoken line of dialogue in the movie, too. About 30 minutes into the film, <laughs> I want to say, at this point. Yeah. Conan! What is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of your women. That is good. It is an iconic line. It is. It's, it's, it's his greatest line. Yeah, between both movies, I think it's the best line Conan delivers. And, um... Maybe the the, the Crom Prayer is pretty good. The Crom Prayer is prayers yeah we'll get to that but the guy decides to just free conan uh something about like a beast that's been caged too long yeah that's uh again mako just kind of mako that's the actor uh narrator yes narrator yeah who's the well the uh the subtitles kept saying wizard i know he's the wizard yeah, his character's good. Oh, they give him a name in the second movie. He doesn't really... Oh, he doesn't have... Right, he doesn't have one. That's, they give him it in the second movie. Yeah, right. but... Akiro. Akiro, that's right. 
had to screw. He doesn't have that name yet, I don't think. But but he, he, Conan doesn't understand quite yet what freedom is. Right. And, you know, it's like a kid trying to get rid of a dog. <laughs> like, go, go, I don't love you anymore. For Conan just wanders the earth and he's chased by dogs for some reason. Ah. And I showed you that uh that behind the scenes clip with those dogs. Yeah, wild I'm assuming they're supposed to be wild dogs. Yeah. But but uh yeah, apparently they're just wild dogs running around wherever the hell they are in now. And they like in the behind the scenes clip, these dogs actually <laughs> attacked Arnold. And he's, like, climbing into this rock going, God damn it! God damn it! And the trainer has to, like, oh, whoops. But Conan, he, he gets away from the dogs and finds himself in some old crypt that actually just looks amazing. The set design throughout this movie is fantastic. Yeah, so this is uh, supposed to be some sort of Atlantean ruin. Because remember, this is after the fall of Atlantis, and Atlantis was this great civilization. That explains why there's so many ruins that are just... Yeah, there's ruins everywhere because it's just all fallen... During the, there's a name for that age too, but Hyperion. the other, the other half. Well, this is yeah, the this is Hyborian age and the whatever pre-Hyborian age is called. <laughs> I can't remember. This is uh, Atlantis's ruins. Probably, I'm pretty sure it's Atlantis. It could be one of the other big civilizations. We're pretty sure this is Atlantean. So he takes the sword from like the king's skeleton, and he just yeah. goes Crom. Second line that Conan has. He probably believes it's Crom. Because remember, he's in the earth, and yeah, and so he says it's, it's possible that his that his god is in fact some sort of ancient Atlantean warrior, right? Not an actual god. Uh, yeah, that would be. But then he wanders the earth again, and he meets what my notes call random sex worker, even though she's not. She's, she's just a, a, a thirsty, a witch. thirsty witch. Yeah, <laughs> who's like, come on in, hey, warm yourself by my fire. Not subtle. Not not suspicious at all. And then she she mentioned something about snakes, and Conan's like, snakes? Snakes? Did you say snakes? I'm looking for uh, the people that murdered my family, the two snakes coming together. You know, he gets all, like, hyped. He's like, I gotta find these snakes. And she's like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Let's fuck. We get, is this booba number two? <laughs> uh, I believe so. Let me see. Let's see. Booba counts. No, no. I must have been. Well, maybe there were in some of his montages. Maybe. Um, but once they're having right. sex, she's all screaming, Zamora, crossroads of the world! And just, she's evil. And, um, Conan says something about Krom and moves on. Finds this random man that's just starving. And it's like, give me some food. I am Subutai, the thief and archer. He's from Hyrcania, which is... So I know where we kind of are now. I'm looking at the map again. Zamora is this, like, uh... Little area, just literally in the middle. Yep. <laughs> I can see why she called the crossroads. And um, so they they're now a party of two traveling around, and they're talking. And, yep, <laughs> for reasons. They're they're talking about uh, gods. I like this part where yeah. Susubatai has his god of the the four winds, and Conan's like, "I got Krom. I seldom pray to him anymore. He doesn't listen. Then what's the point? He's strong. He laughs at your four winds from his mountain." Yeah, this is the my god has a bigger dick than your god yep. debate. But unlike when people have religious debates today, they just move on with it and they're still friends. <laughs> yeah, I know. And they end up in this, uh, they find civilization, like an actual city. Yeah, because there are still cities left. Yep. And Conan starts asking about, you know, he's trying to find the two snakes facing each other. And this one guy's like, well, there's a snake people from Set up there on that tower. You know, they, they we thought they were just another snake cult. 
because apparently there's just snake cults fucking everywhere. Well, and it's interesting because Stygia, which is down south a bit, that is like the state religion there. Ah. Also, of note, Robert E. Howard was friends with H.P. Lovecraft, and the mythos is tied into Howard's work, and it is uh, surmised that Set is actually a, a great old god. Ah, that makes more sense. Especially given the next movie. Yes. Um, but, so they're gonna go in and steal the, the Eye of the Serpent from this tower. But first they get drunk. Conan calls a bunch of women sluts, and then he punches a camel. I mean, as one does. Yeah, just fucking knocks this camel out cold. Yeah, between the two films, there's a lot of knocking out of, of livestock. Yeah. Another way to break into the tower, they meet Valeria, who's also trying to sneak into the tower. So she's like, heck, I'll join you guys. So now we have a party of three. And they go in, and there's all this snake cult shit going on. And Valeria starts talking about, oh yeah, that's the, the high priest, second only to Thulsa Doom, who was a thousand years old. And so uh, Valeria stays to like sneak into the ceremony while Conan and Subutai go down to steal the gem. Um, there's this virgin sacrifice happening. Right. There's a, They're down in the pit there, and there's a sleeping snake just kind of... Hanging around. A big fucking snake, is what my note yep. says. Yep, giant ass snake. Conan gives no shits about the giant snake. No, they kill it. Yep. Guard snake seems like a really weird idea. Can't really train them. Well, it's sacrifice snake, actually. Yeah, that's true. But like, why would the gems then down there? Does the snake eat them? <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, um, the sacrifice doesn't go too well because the snake is super dead. Yeah, the, the, sac- the woman jumps off of her perch down into the pit and just dies. And there's, everyone realizes, oh shit, there's these two dudes down there that killed the snake. Yeah. Valeria has her catchphrase that she says a couple times of, do you want to live forever? And they just jump off the tower. Queen responds with, who wants to live forever? Yes. Different so- movie. Similar in some ways. Now that they've robbed Snake Tower and they have all this money, they they hit the town. Um, my note here says Conan and Valeria go to bang it out, but it's actually more yep. romantic. <laughs> it is. It is more romantic than that. But the, they get Conan gets drunk and passes out in his porridge, and they get captured and taken to the hall of King Osric, the Usurper, played by. There's a uh, Max on, Max on Saito, Yeah, um, I was just gonna say that it's kind of an indefinite period of time passes. <laughs> Yeah. Because they seem to, Akira seems to imply that they've been very successful, and then they've gotten soft on their success. So it could be days, weeks, months, years, we don't really know. While they're taken to Osric, they're like, oh shit, we're in trouble. And Osric's like, where's your friend Subutai? Oh, uh, the lions ate him. Really? And he brings out Subutai, and he's just laughing, the lions ate him. Get the fuck out of here. He got better. Yeah. But Osric's cool with them. He's like, you guys broke into that snake tower, and I fucking hate snake cults, man. I hate Tulsa Doom. Yes, he does say that. <laughs> he, he just hates them. He hates them. He's, He's like, like, there's these snake cults fucking everywhere. I hate them. I'm so sick of these snake cults. <laughs> Pat it with these motherfucking snake cults in my motherfucking kingdom. Yeah, I'm tired of these motherfucking snake cults. His daughter... Is like a slave to Tulsa Doom. So he's like, I'll pay you everything, all the money, if you just go get my daughter back. And at first Valeria and Subutai are like, no, we can't do that. We can't go into Tulsa Doom's snake country. And Conan's like, I have to. It's my destiny. The two snakes facing each other. And he just heads out on his own. Look, vengeance is sacred. And um, on his journey to Snake Kingdom, 
he meets Mako, the wizard. Yes. And not much, he doesn't do much with Mako yet, with the wizard. Now they have some talk about spirits and fire not burning up on the hill with the grips and shit. Conan gets some flowers and a camel. And yeah, he's going to go full hippie. He does. He goes to the uh, the, the Burning Man of Snake Cults. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, it's cult his, robes, get your cult robes here. All these different snake cults are all coming together at this temple. It's huge. They have a huge cast of extras for this. Oh yeah, there's tons of cultists. Yeah, and um, Conan's got this snake medallion that he stole from the, the tower. That's like his all-access VIP pass here. Not at all giving away the one missing, you know, there there was one missing, and now it's suddenly showing up with this giant Austrian guy. Yeah, and um, yeah, so he keeps flashing his, his snake medallion here to, to get to the front of the line. And they all start mm. worshipping uh, Doom. Also, Doom comes out. Doom. And he's got... <laughs> His, his high priestess with him that's got, like, all these snakes around her arms. Also, Doom's like, there's one here who doesn't belong! Capture the infidel, and it's Conan. They were on to him. They knew. because yeah, he's, he's flashed around his stolen amulet. There's a guy no one knows. This, like, high-ranking amulet. And he's wearing initiate robes. Yeah, what a fucking, fucking dumbass Conan. <laughs> so they capture him, they torture him. And, um, they, they, they know who he is. So Tulsa's like, yeah, yeah, we know who you are. Um, there's snakes fucking everywhere is my line here, by the way. Oh yeah, there's, I mean, there's a snake cult. And so they go into the riddle of steel and Tulsa's like, oh yeah, uh, steel isn't strong. Flesh is stronger. Cause yeah, he- this is, he, he mentions that cause Conan's like, you killed my father, my mother, my village. He's like, ah, uh, yes, I did used to do that back in the day. Back, back I was on. looking for steel, but I've learned a lesson. Yeah, there's stuff stronger than steel. Here, I'll show you. And he just points to this woman up on a cliff. He's like, come here, sweetheart. And she just jumps up to her death. He's like, yeah, see, that's power. Yeah. He's I- like, uh, just reminds me of M. Bison in uh, Street Fighter. He is. And then he just goes, contemplate this on the tree of woe. Crucify him. And they tie him to this tree out in the desert. And there's buzzards and she- flying overhead. And James Earl Jones, you know, his voice lends gravitas to anything he's in. Yep. So got a, got a bit of a Christian slash Norse myth allegory here, because o- Odin gets nailed to the big drazzle uh-huh. in order to gain information or something like that. I can't remember the exact origins of that myth. Conan does kill a buzzard with his teeth, like some buzzard tries to peck at him, and Conan just gets, kills him with his teeth. I'm like, oh, is he going to pickle Rick this shit? That's right. Uh, there's an, I like that there's another buzzard just hanging around up there, and I just think in my head that other buzzard's like, dude, I told you he wasn't ready yet. Yeah, you gotta wait. wait you gotta that. wait, dude. Patience. But then Subutai and Valeria show up, and they tie, untie Conan, and they take him to Mako, and Conan's mostly dead. Mostly dead, that's right. Very much exactly. Princess Bride version of mostly dead. Yes, mostly dead. That's right. And mostly dead. <laughs> They get Mako to do magic to bring Conan, like, back to life. And these evil spirits try to take him that Valeria has to do battle with. But she basically makes this deal that, like, she'll give her life for Conan. Yeah, it's it's implied that, that that's the price she's paying. Yeah, that someday she's going to die because she helped bring Conan back to life. I do like this scene, though. Where she fights the, the, the spirits? 
Yeah, the spirits are kind of cool, the, the way they've drawn them in and stuff. Actually makes them very surreal and creepy. It is good. So Conan, you know, for that era, this is 81 or 82, like, it's pretty good. Conan is back in fighting shape, and they're like, let's go to Tulsa Doom's mountain. And they don't take Mako, even though they, they could use a wizard in this party. They probably could use a wizard. I mean, they're, Tulsa Doom is supposedly a wizard. Yeah, but they manage. It's playing badass music, as they, they paint themselves for some reason. Yeah, what's <laughs> up with that? And um, they uh, sneak into the mountain. And they must be rolling nat 20s on their stealth checks, because they're not stealthy at all, but somehow they are. No. <laughs> they're just, like, wandering around in front of people, pretending to sneak, and I'm like, the people fucking see you guys. Well, they're too, the guys are too busy doing some horrible shit there. There's cutting a, up a whole, bodies. <laughs> they're cutting up bodies and putting them in this stew. People are having a, an orgy. Yeah. There's this big orgy going on, and the princess is sitting at Tulsa Doom's feet. My PTSD from uh, Emmanuel in America started kicking in. Yeah, but then this is cooler than Emmanuel in America, because Tulsa Doom turns into a big snake. Yeah, and in a very weird way. Like, you wonder if it's, like, some sort of, like, bad trip. Yeah, and then he slithers into his big snake hole when the fighting starts. And Valeria's running around, chopping people's heads off. Conan dumps over the hot people soup, is what my note says. Yep, the green body part soup. Yeah, some dude with a mallet brings down the snake temple by accident. <laughs> yeah. And so they all escape, and Doom has to come back out, and he's back in human form. And he's pissed, because they, they interrupted his snake time. His snake orgy. His snake blood orgy. And so, he sends people out, and has a... They're running away. He makes a snake arrow. He picks up a snake and just kind of, like, straightens it out into an arrow. Yeah, and he makes it, like, stiffen. Yeah, and he shoots it, and it kills Valeria. And she's dying, and explained to Conan, Yeah, we knew this was gonna happen. I made that deal. Let me breathe my last breath into your mouth. Which I put that's a creepy line. I wrote that a, a very strange request. Yeah, and, um, so they go back to Mako, and... He burns Valeria up on the mountain, the hill, where fire doesn't burn. Apparently the spirits are pleased. Yeah, and um, Subutai's crying. Mako's like, why are you crying? To where initially I was like, well, this, Valeria was his friend too, you know? But no, he says, Conan won't cry, so I cry for him. So Subutai's basically his cry slave. Yeah, it's because Conan's toxic as fuck. Yep. But that's his culture. And so... They know that all the uh, the snake cult is coming for him, so they prepare. They make booby traps and everything, and as they're Just coming... Full, full Predator, he'll do... Arnold will pretty much be at the same scene five years later when they do Predator spike traps and shit. And so, Conan has his prayer to Krom. Krom, I've never prayed to you before. I have no tongue for it. No one, not even you, will remember we were good men or bad, why we fought or why we died. No. All that matters is that two stood against many. That's what's important. Barlord pleases you, Krom. So grant me one request. Grant me revenge. And if you do not listen, then the hell with you. Wonderful lines. <laughs> It is. It is. Arnold speaks very few lines in this movie because he doesn't know English that well yet. 
And it, it actually, I think it works really well for the film because it makes the few things he does say more impactful. Yeah, it does. So the, Where in the sequel, he doesn't shut up. We have the big-ass fight with all the snake cultists, and of course the good guys win. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the film was inspired a little bit by like, Kurosawa, and so this is like, kind of a Seven Samurai sort of moment. Yeah, it was very much inspired. By by Seven Samurai, but they they managed to to kill all the snake cultists that that came for them. Not all of the cultists, because Conan's like, yeah. I, I still gotta finish getting my revenge. Well, Thulsa Doom uh, flees like a coward after trying to file fire a snake into the. Oh yeah, we didn't mention that as part of the the raid. They did get the princess back. Yeah, they they did get the princess back, and they've tied they her, her up. <laughs> Presumably as bait. And then Thulsa Doom is a coward, and instead of facing Conan head on, tries to shoot, uh, tries to shoot the girl with the, with the snake arrow. I think, what, is it, is it, uh, Akira that blocks it, or Subutai? Somebody blocks the arrow. Somebody blocks it. But Conan sets out on his own to, to go kill Thulsa Doom, who's hanging back at his temple. For fleeing. And there's another big gathering of snake cultists having a candlelight service. And, um, Conan just walks on up and cuts off Doom's head. <laughs> yeah, his father. He, he gets his father's sword back because that one dude, one of the head cultists, had it, and it breaks. And I'm like, see, that snow quench was a bad idea. Yeah, probably got all sorts of delaminations and black spots. I watch a lot of horse. Yeah, decapitates him with his father's broken sword, and then just yeets the sword and the head down the stairs. And all the cultists just fuck off. They're like, okay, we're done with this now. Well, I guess Colt's over, guys. Time to go home. Yep. That's it for Burning Man. <laughs> yep. And then there's just uh, this shot of Conan, very old, sitting on a throne. Yep, old man Conan. And Mako's like, eventually he became a king, but but that's another story. And we get credits, the end. It's a fun, fun movie. It's, it's good. I mean, it's just classic sword and sandals fantasy. I You know, it's a little different than the, the stories, but not... Not that different. I mean, it definitely has the right vibe to it. Um, I like that we, we don't get dragons, because we did not have the CGI at this era for dragons, as seen by other Sword and Sandals movies of this era. Yeah. Yeah, not having CGI definitely to the benefit of the film. Because they don't do anything that would require CGI. <laughs> right. Um, But I did get a lot of vibes of, like, Genghis Khan, kind of. Yeah, I think that is kind of the... That is kind of the idea of the character. Though the character in the stories is more educated, believe it or not. Yeah, and apparently one thing that I uh, read is that, uh, oh, what's his face? Howard. Yeah. He didn't like the first part of the movie. He's like, Conan would never be a slave. He, he That goes against his nature. He would never have tolerated being a slave. He's like, that ain't my Conan. Yeah. Um, also, Milius, he researched a lot of cults ancient cults, like Hashishism and Thuggy cults, to make the, the Doomsnake cult. Yeah, um, apparently Robert E. Howard died in 1936 at age 30. Okay, then he wasn't the one who would have said that, uh... Maybe a, a descendant. A descendant, yeah. It wasn't Robert E. Howard who said that then, if he died in then. Who the fuck said that? I'm trying to look it up here, because I read that, that somebody said that. Uh, who was it that said that? <laughs> Tuberculosis. Jesus. 30 years old. Fuck. Yeah, well, he lived in a, in a dying time, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I 
I mean, Lovecraft is contemporary. I think lived to be what forty two. Um, but then all those novels came out and had Frank Frazetta's artwork. Yeah, the Frank Frazetta artwork like basically solidified the look of a character into the into the eyes of a modern audience. Yep. Yeah. Um, I never read like any Conan before, and still have not read any Conan. Yeah, I haven't really either. Very little. When I was in like fourth grade or so, there was a a kid at my daycare who had a Conan book. But he just wanted to point out this sex scene and make us read this 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 steamy sex scene because we were like, yeah they are right yeah because that's just Conan's okay. thing Conan all Conan does is fuck and fight that's that's his thing and um which makes the sequel kind of different because they went for PG on the sequel it's still a lot of fighting yeah no, more more than no I fu- thought no fucking though I guess there was a scene that was cut to make PG. Well, we'll talk about that when we get to it, because, uh, first of all, this or the $5 donut chop coffee, I don't think I like, it's my- Yeah, no, this is great. I mean, it's, it's fun, but, uh, what else can you ask for? It's a, it's a good example of one of the, I think it's one of the few good fantasy movies from the era, and, uh, and I don't think we had another good, like, fantasy era again until, like, the early 2000s. No, we don't. Yeah, um. We have a few good ones in this era. You know, I actually like Conan the Destroyer. Yeah. Um, spoilers, the sequel is actually kind of fun. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff around this era that just kind of sucks. I mean, Masters of the Universe was pretty bad. Like, um, And then there was all the Conan, I mean, I guess that was one of many Conan ripoffs, but... Oh, there's like the, the Sword and the Sorcerer and uh, fucking, uh, or Lady Hawk. Lady Hawk. Lady Hawk, I hate Lady Hawk. But I have, a, I have an irrational distaste for Math, uh, Matthew Broderick, so... Oh, we're doing Lady Hawk someday, though. I mean, I mean we I, we sh- we should, but I, I'm not a fan. But maybe seeing it again will change my mind. I don't know. Yep. So we have our bonus episode this week is going to be Conan the Destroyer, and for only ninety nine cents a month, the cost of you know crappy five p.m. donut shop coffee, you get something far better than donut shop coffee. You get our bonus episodes. And this week it's going to be Conan the Destroyer, so you can subscribe through Spotify. You know, follow us on uh, exploitatpodcast.com or on Twitter at Podcast Exploit, or just email us at exploitatpodcast at gmail.com. So yeah, our bonus episodes, Conan the Destroyer, and next week is, well, we're doing stuff for St. Patrick's Day. Yep. <laughs> you can take a guess what that might be. Yep. Catch you on the bonus episode. Good night. <laughs>